Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with the 341st edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel, featuring strange and fantastic stories, some that are legends, others mere hearsay, but all so interesting we'd like to pass them along to you. Our special guest tonight is one of the most famous orchestra leaders in the world, Mr. Paul Whiteman. But first, real one. When Frankie Fresh, the manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uses Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, he has the good of his face at heart. For Frankie Fresh recently wrote me as follows. Honestly, Bill, I never believed any brushless shave cream could soften my tough whiskers until you got me to try Colgate Brushless. It does everything you say, Bill. The result is I'm now enjoying fast, smooth, comfortable shave with all the speed and convenience of no brush shaving besides. Thanks a lot. Signed, Frankie Frisch. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, the shave cream of champions, is made for fellows who have tough whiskers planted in a tender skin. Colgate Brushless stays moist and active to the last stroke. Wilts those wiry whiskers so your razor can shear them off close and clean. Lastly, Colgate Brushless rinses off your razor and your face jiffy quick because it's not greasy or gooey. I'm so sure of it, I'll make you this sporting offer. You try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream yourself. And if it doesn't do all I've said, just send the top of the carton to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. So get yourself that jumbo jar, the nine-ounce economy size of Colgate Brushless, the Shave Cream of Champions, tonight. Real two, profile of unusual athletes. This is a story of the most unusual athletes I've ever heard of. Let's begin by telling the story of Johanna Hasslinger. Johanna Hasslinger lived in Vienna, and she was one of the greatest woman athletes in all of Europe. For Johanna Hasslinger was unbeatable in walking races. She first won the walking championship of Vienna. Then she won the walking championship of all of Austria. And finally, in Paris, back in 1898, Johanna Hasslinger won the Women's Walking Championship of Europe, but she still wasn't satisfied. 
So one day, she announced that she was going to walk the entire distance from Vienna to Paris to set a new world's record, and she did it. But the amazing part of this was the fact that Joanna Hasslinger, who set a new record by walking from Vienna to Paris, a distance of over 1,000 miles, did it by walking the whole way on her hands. But before you think that's unusual, let me tell you the story of another European athlete. Shortly after the turn of the century, there was a famous fighter in France by the name of René Lassure, who won fight after fight until he was the champion of France. Just at this time, it happened that the American heavyweight champion, John L. Sullivan, was visiting in France. Hence, it was only natural that the French fight fans should clamor for a fight between the American champion, John L. Sullivan, and their own champion, René Lassure. And the fight was finally arranged. For the first few rounds, the French fighter, René Lassure, had all the best of it. However, John L. Sullivan finally did win that fight. But what makes this so amazing is the fact that this Frenchman, who almost beat our American champion, John L. Sullivan, this Frenchman did not fight with his hands. No. This Frenchman boxed with his feet. But even more amazing than that is the story of a runner, a man who's a great runner, even though today he's over 60 years old. It wasn't so long ago that this great runner set a world's record by running 75 yards in eight and two-pence seconds, a world's record that's never been broken. However, as great a runner as he is, he is not famous for his racing records, but he is famous as one of the greatest tap dancers in the world, for you know him as the famous dancing star Bill Robinson. But the amazing part of this story is the fact that Bill Robinson, who did set a world's record by running 75 yards in eight and two-tenths seconds, did it by running backwards. However, this story of unusual athletes wouldn't be complete without one other story. A story is told to me of one of the greatest wrestlers this country has ever known. A boy who, well, he drew great crowds to watch him as he won wrestling match after wrestling match. And the more he won, the greater the crowds became, for they just couldn't believe that he could go on winning forever. And yet, in his entire life, he never lost a wrestling match. But what made this wrestler so amazing was not the fact that he never lost a wrestling match. Now, the amazing thing about this wrestler was the fact that he reputedly wrestled every one of his matches underwater, for all of his opponents were alligators. But that's not the end of the story. For this wrestler who wrestled alligators was named Simon Lake, and through wrestling alligators underwater, he reputedly discovered the principle of underwater propulsion, which led him to invent the submarine. Both. A scientific discovery that began with a strange sport. Real free. Our guest tonight is one of the most famous orchestra leaders in the nation, Mr. Paul Weissman. First, here is Charles F. McCarthy. Why do so many great sports stars prefer Colgate brushless shave cream? Why? Well, Colgate brushless is a fluffy cream, so it spreads fast. It's light and active, so it works in easily to the face of your beard. It's a creamy cream that stays moist, clear through your shave. And Colgate brushless isn't greasy or heavy, so you can rinse it off your face and raise it fondly. Yes, Colgate brushless is made specially for you guys with wily whiskers and naturally dry, sensitive skin. Add it up, men, and you've got the answer to why so many great sports stars prefer Colgate brushless, the shave cream of champions. Get a jumbo jar, the money-saving nine-ounce size of Colgate brushless shave cream tonight. 
And now back to Bill Stern. Real four. Portrait of a baseball player. This is the story as told to me of a ball player. Or should I say this is the story of Ernie Burnett, who wanted to be a ball player. But as much as he wanted to play baseball, he just wasn't quite good enough to play in the major league. After Ernie Burnett found out that he couldn't play big league baseball, he began to study music. And he might have made a career of music if, if Ernie Burnett hadn't fallen in love. But being in love, he naturally wanted enough money to get married on. And so, like other young men, Ernie Burnett went west to seek his fortune. He settled in Denver, Colorado. Bearing his sweetheart, Ernie waited an hour. Then he waited two hours, three hours. And all this time, a strange melody kept running through Ernie's brain. For Ernie was happy. Wasn't his sweetheart coming on the train? And as the hours passed by, he kept humming this new tune, trying to finish it, for he planned to dedicate the tune to his bride. But even though Ernie was happy, the tune that kept running through his brain was a sad tune. Was that a premonition? Suddenly... The music stopped. The spell was broken. Broken by the station master who told Ernie, I'm sorry, but there's been a terrible train wreck. The train went off the track. The wooden coaches caught fire. There's a big loss of life. We don't know how many were killed. Again. Ernie Burnett waited for the casualty list, and then as he found, he found what he'd feared. His sweetheart was in that train wreck, and she'd been burned to death. Ernie Burnett was heartbroken. He wanted to take his own life. Slowly, he walked out of that station, got into the nearest taxi cab, and, according to the story, ordered that cab driver to take him to the lake. That cab driver must have noticed how desperate Ernie looked, and he must have guessed what Ernie was planning to do because the cab driver insisted on taking Ernie home with him. That night, Ernie poured out his grief to this kindly taxi cab driver who brought him home. Ernie told that cab driver how much he'd loved his sweetheart and how curiously enough all the time he'd been waiting for at that station, a strange melody had kept running through his brain. The cab driver reputedly urged Ernie to try and put that song down on paper to get his mind off himself, and Ernie did try. Into this song, he poured all the heartache and misery that was in his soul. The cab driver thought that the song was too gloomy, and the song didn't become a hit because it was too melancholy. And so, after a while, Ernie Burnett forgot the song that he'd written that night, a song he had written in the home of a kindly taxi cab driver. In 1917... America went to war with Germany, and Ernie Burnett was badly wounded overseas. He was brought back to America suffering from amnesia. His was a bad case of amnesia. His mind was a blank. He couldn't remember who he was until one day as he lay in a hospital bed, someone turned on a radio just in time to hear the announcer say, The next musical number to be played by the orchestra is entitled Melancholy Baby. It was written by Ernie Burnett. sat up in bed. Nurse, he yelled, Nurse, did you hear what that announcer said? That's me. That's my song. He said it was written by Ernie Burnett. Ernie Burnett, that's who I am. I remember now. My name is Ernie Burnett. And so, Ernie Burnett's memory was recovered, all because an orchestra leader happened to play the song that Ernie Burnett had written just as Ernie happened to tune into the broadcast. Maybe you'd like to know the name of that orchestra leader. That orchestra leader whose orchestra, by playing Melancholy Baby, restored Ernie Burnett's memory. That orchestra leader was the very same man who years before in Denver, Colorado, had taken Ernie Burnett into his home, had been with Ernie Burnett when he had written that song. For you see, that orchestra leader who restored Ernie Burnett's memory by playing his song was the very same man who years before as a kindly cab driver had saved Ernie Burnett's life. You know that orchestra leader is the nation's most famous band leader. The one and only Paul Whiteman. 
and here he is in person, the dean of modern American music, Mr. Paul White. Good evening, Bill, and may I say I think that story you just told of Vernie Burnett and his great song, Melancholy Baby, is one of the most dramatic song stories of all time. It sure is, Paul. I'll never forget Ernie Burnett. He's a great songwriter as well as a great guy. But I got a couple of questions I'd like to ask you. Go right ahead, Paul. How about those stories of amazing athletes, the woman who walked on her hands, the man who boxed with his feet? And did Simon Lake really wrestle alligators before he invented the submarine? Well, I don't know, Paul. That's only hearsay. It's just legendary. But I found it so interesting that I wanted to pass it along to the audience. Say, by the way, Mr. Weitzman, of all the great artists that you've had in your orchestra, and you've had plenty, which ones were best in athletics? Well, when uh, Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey were playing with me, they both wanted to quit and become professional baseball players. Well, how about all those great singers that you've had with your orchestra, Paul? The greatest fight fan we ever had was a girl singer named Mildred Bailey. Any others? Yes, Bill, I once had a singer who wanted to play football. His name was Morton Downey. If I remember correctly, Mr. Whiteman, you had another singer named Bing Crosby. What did he play? The only thing Bing Crosby ever played was a horse. <laughs> but of all the singers I've ever had under contract, the one I'm proudest of was a young girl who was injured in a plane crash in this war. They said she'd never walk again, but she went right on entertaining our troop from a wheelchair. Her name is Jane Cronin. That's a great tribute to a great artist. Now, Paul, what's your favorite piece of music? A number that never would have been written but for sports. Years ago, a friend of mine wanted to be a ball player. And because he was such a great baseball fan, he used to travel with the New York Yankees wherever they went. One day, listening to the clickety-click of the train wheels on one of those baseball trips, he got the inspiration for the modern musical masterpiece, The Rhapsody in Blue. His name was George Gershwin. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Paul White. That's the Frio Mark for tonight. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same station, with another edition of the Colgate J. Cream Sports Newsroom. Our guest next Friday evening will be the famous movie star, Miss Lucille Ball. So be sure and be with us at our usual time next Friday night when we present as our special guest in person, the lovely movie star, Lucille Ball. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theater. Now, until next Friday night at the same time, it's Bill Stern for Colgate Shave Cream, wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream man, had lots to say. He told his ever sports heroes the inside hope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. This hope that'll be taken.